Are you trying to squeeze the starting solid food stuff into your already busy schedule? Well, I have an all-in-one done-for-you solution that's going to take the guesswork out of feeding your baby. My online program is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro. It contains all of my baby led weaning training videos, the original 100 First Foods content library, plus a 100-day meal plan with recipes like the exact sequence of which foods to feed in which order. So if you want to stop trying to piece all this feeding stuff together on your own, I would be honored if you would join me inside of the program. You can get signed up at babyledweaning.co slash program. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. We know that most babies who start solid foods with traditional spoon feeding have only had 10 or 15 different foods by the time they turn one. If your baby has 100 different foods under their belt and then you lose 10 or 15 of those foods to picky eating, your baby still has 85 or 90 foods that they can safely eat. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby-led weaning. Hello and welcome back. Today's episode is about portion distortion and why aren't there set portion sizes for baby-led weaning? Parents ask me all the time, can you send me your portion guide for baby-led weaning? And I say, no, not because I don't want to send it to them because I don't have one because there are no hard and fast rules about how much food a baby quote unquote should eat at a certain age or stage. And when you see other creators making BLW portion guides, A, they're making it up, and B, all it does is set parents up for failure when their baby doesn't eat the exact amount that they read about on a free guide or download that they got. So I usually start these mini baby led weaning training episodes out with a tip of the day, but today's tip is there's no such thing as set portion sizes for baby led weaning. We are gonna chat a little bit about some surrounding issues around portion size because I wanna give you an idea of how much your baby might eat and share some tips about things you can do to help your baby learn how to eat. But I don't want you to feel bad if your baby's not eating one to two tablespoons of legumes and a half a cup of vegetables or two starchy foods at six months of age because at the end of the day, there's no hard and fast rules about how much your baby should be eating. I also want to go through some of the portion guides. We're going to talk a little bit about the United States and our lack of a lot of stuff for babies in the six to 12 months of age. Like a lot of the nutrition information has historically only been for 12-month-old babies and on. So like, yeah, we know exclusive breastfeeding up until six months of age. And then there's guidelines for 12 months and on. But what about six to 12 months of age babies? We do have some new dietary guidelines, what they call birth to 24. And I'll share some of those for the United States. But Edna on our team also did a deep dive and started looking at some of the portion recommendations in different countries. She's our podcast editor. And so I'm going to share some of that research because I just think it's interesting to see what the recommendations are. But at the end of the day, I want you to know you're not doing anything wrong if you don't know exactly how much your baby should be eating. So in the United States, if we look at the dietary guidelines for Americans from 2020 to 2025, this is a set of guidelines that, to be honest, nobody reads. 
And every five years, nobody does the things that they recommend. So they revise them and make some new recommendations. And they're generally like not of interest to me as a baby led weaning expert and dietitian, except for the last iteration of the DGAs. Super, super interesting because there's now birth to 12 months, birth to 24. There's some more guidelines than we've had in the past, but they're still really super vague. And that's a good thing because the vague messages are actually aligned with messages that we as feeding experts teach, which A, there are no set portions for babies. And we want to ensure that babies are getting a nutrient-dense, diverse diet from age six months on. So that includes a variety of food sources from each food group. Now, if you're familiar with anything related to nutrition history, you know that in the United States, there's been a lot of changes over generations about how we teach portion sizes and food planning, right? If you look back to 1992, we had the food guide pyramid, okay? And that gave way in 2005 to my pyramid, the food pyramid, but like for the digital age. And then that got scrapped a few years later for my plate, which I kind of love the plate. And I remember when my plate came out, it was during the Obama years. And I remember Michelle Obama saying, you know, she used to be an advocate for nutrition and then moved into being an advocate for physical activity. But when she used to talk about food, she said, you know, this is an important improvement because people eat foods off of plates. They don't eat off of a pyramid. There's all sorts of data showing that the food guide pyramid, like most Americans could recognize what it is, but they knew nothing about how to actually make it implementable. And there's lots of data showing that the food guide pyramids don't work. Like I remember the data that would say, you know, most Americans can recognize what the food guide pyramid is, but can they take the information from it, which by the way, there wasn't that much information in it, and can they apply it to their own lives to make better food decisions? And the answer is no. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online experience. All you do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I used to think therapy was just for people who have experienced major trauma, but therapy can help you be at your best no matter what you're going through. So whether it's to learn new positive coping skills, set more realistic boundaries, or just show up as a better version of yourself, BetterHelp is here to help. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and BetterHelp can help you. Visit betterhelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. So don't stress yourself out about visual food guides for babies because we know actually that they don't even work for adults. However, you're the one picking the food for the baby. And yes, work on a variety of foods. So I teach a five-step feeding framework in my 100 First Foods approach where we introduce five new foods per week. And those five foods are selected from five different food categories, fruits, vegetables, starchy foods, protein foods, and then the allergenic foods, because that's so important in infancy that we're introducing allergenic foods early and often. So if you follow that five-step feeding framework and you introduce a new fruit on Monday, a new vegetable on Tuesday, a new starchy food on Wednesday, a protein food on Thursday, and an allergenic food every Friday, and you do that every week, after one week, your baby has five foods. After one month, your baby has 20 foods. After five months, your baby has 100 foods. And there's this really, really amazing body of research that we're just starting to see evolve, showing us that diet diversity is everything. 
the greater the variety of foods and flavors and tastes and textures that you can introduce to your babies early and often, the more it does to help you raise an independent eater. And it also helps reduce the severity and the likelihood of picky eating. Just like there's no hard and fast portion guides for baby led weaning, there's also no way to prevent picky eating. But helping your baby achieve diet diversity by offering this wide variety of foods can go a long way to help reduce the risk of picky eating. Now, if you dive deep into the dietary guidelines for Americans, the DGAs, you can find all of these patterns for toddlers age 12 to 23 months. And it's all about not getting human milk or infant formula anymore, where you're getting most of your nutrition from food. We talk about that a lot on the podcast, right? The goal of baby led weaning is that by 12 months of age, your baby is getting most of their nutrition from food, but they don't wake up overnight and know how to eat hundred different foods or how to eat five different foods a week. We have to be the ones introducing them to that variety. And if you look at traditional spoon feeding, we know that most babies who start solid foods with traditional spoon feeding have only had 10 or 15 different foods by the time they turn one. And if you lose those 10 or 15 foods to picky eating in the second year of life, that becomes a very, very challenging child to feed. Those are the children with extreme picky eating who need to be in feeding therapy. But if your baby has 100 different foods under their belt by the time they turn one, and then you lose 10 or 15 of those foods to picky eating, your baby still has 85 or 90 foods that they can safely eat, right? So the key is to getting in a variety of foods during what we call the flavor window. This important period where babies will like and accept a wide variety of food. But how much food should babies be eating? We don't know exactly how much. And so it's on us to trust our guts as parents and caregivers for how much we think our babies might eat. Now, I always say I don't do portion guides, but I will show you pictures and examples of how much you might expect a baby to eat, just so you can see around different ages and stages. So I do a lot of the visual training and teaching on Instagram at Baby Led Wean Team. And a tool that I use a lot is a suction mat called the mini mat from the company Easy Peasy. So Easy Peasy makes the original silicone suction mats. I love them for baby led weaning. And they have one called the mini mat. And the mini mat is a three compartment suction mat. And it has two two ounce portions. It's like a happy face. So the two eyes are two ounce portions and the mouth is a four ounce portion. Now I don't want you to go and start weighing foods or measuring foods because you care about how many ounces it is, but I'm just sharing that those are pretty small portions. And we don't fill that whole portion pocket up with food. We usually fill it only about halfway full and leave a lot of room around the edges for babies to get their fat little baby hands in there and move the food around and scoop and rake up the food into their mouth. Because before they're, you know, when they're starting, they don't have their pincer grasp, right? So they can't use their forefinger and their thumb to pick up foods. They use their whole hand. So we need to leave a little room in there. So I like the mini mat for starting solid foods because it's a reminder, A, to keep the portions small and B, to offer a variety of foods. So starting on day three of baby led weaning, I actually start using the mini mat and introduce baby to what looks like a meal. Now, of course, they're not eating very much early on in baby led weaning, but let's say your typical meal is 20 minutes long. Most babies can sit in the high chair for about 20 minutes. I'll use the first 10 minutes to introduce the new food of the day. So baby I was working with today, for example, we did quinoa, made her a little quinoa fritter, cut that into strips about the size of my adult pinky finger, I'll put those strips in a bowl. I use the tiny bowl from Easy Peasy, which is five ounces, or the mini bowl from Easy Peasy, which is eight ounces. Those are both suction bowls. And I'll put the strips in there and let the baby eat for 10 minutes. And then for the second part of the meal, the next 10 minutes, I'll actually swap in a mini mat that has two familiar foods from the previous days. So let's say we did parsnips yesterday, and we also have some maybe shredded pork that the baby's tried. And in those small eye pockets, the two two-ounce portions. I'll do a little portion of parsnip from a previous day, a little portion of meat from a previous day, and then I'll put that quinoa fritter 
in the smiley face, which is the four ounce portion, and let the baby try the meal. And that way we're trying one new food a day. Baby gets to revisit the new food that they just tried, but you're also reintroducing familiar foods from the previous day. There you go, small portions and a variety of foods. You're not measuring anything. You're not weighing anything. You're not getting your tablespoons out or your you know beakers and graduated cylinders. You're just offering a variety of foods, continuing to reintroduce familiar foods so that baby will be familiarized with them and, and recognize them and learn how to eat them. And then also pushing forward by introducing new foods. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. If you're interested in checking out any of those Easy Peasy products, I am an affiliate for Easy Peasy. They're at easypeasyfun.com. My discount code KD10 works for 10% off everything at easypeasyfun.com. I love their tiny spoon, their tiny cup, tiny bowl. All the tiny stuff is great for baby led weaning, but also that mini mat and the mini bowl are really nice as well. And what about other countries? We know in the United States, we've got a long history of not really helping parents out with regards to knowing a lot about how much babies should eat at six to 12 months of age. It's kind of like this transition period. I always think of it as like preseason. My husband says to stop doing sports analogies because I'm terrible at them. But like, you know how the preseason is like, I'm in San Diego. We used to have a football team, the San Diego Chargers. We had season tickets. When you buy the season tickets, you also have to get the preseason. You have to pay for them the full amount, but nobody wants to go to those games and it's not pretty to watch. It's kind of what like baby led weaning is. It's preseason from six to 12 months of age. Your baby's not ready to eat 100% of their nutrition from food yet, but they're going to get there. It's the practice period. So use baby led weaning as your preseason, okay? And we don't know a ton about exactly how much babies need. Don't stress yourself out about it. We're gradually moving to a point where like when the season opens at 12 months of age, babies should be getting most of their nutrition from food and not so much of it from milk. Now, what do other countries do? All right, let's look first at the United Kingdom. The National Health Service, NHS, for six-month-olds, they say, don't worry about how much a baby eats. The most important thing is getting them used to new tastes and textures, learning how to move solid foods around in their mouths and how to swallow them. At seven to nine months, the UK National Health Service says, you're going to gradually move towards three meals a day and you should include a variety of foods. And by 10 to 12 months of age, they say, babies should be having about three meals a day. Okay, so that's nice, similar language to the United States pretty vague. But again, no hard and fast guidance about amounts because we really just don't know. And that's not the point. If you're focusing on how much your baby is eating during baby led weaning, you're focusing on the wrong thing. You've got to be focusing on letting baby learn how to eat. What about in Canada? They say birth to six months, like everyone else, breast milk or formula. Six to 12 months, Canadian guidance, start with foods that contain iron, offer them a few times a day. Gradually increase the number of foods that babies eat a day and offering your baby a range of nutritious foods from your family meals. Love that language. Range, gradual, iron, a few times, your family meals. Great advice. What about in Mexico? Birth to six months, same, breast milk or formula, okay? But the Mexican guidance definitely highlights the importance and benefits of breastfeeding, which we all understand, but there are certainly situations where we can't, or for whatever reason, don't want to breastfeed an infant formula and or breast milk is perfectly fine to meet baby's needs up until six months of age. But in Mexico, the recommendations are 
from six months on. This is kind of interesting because they lump six months to 24 months. And we know the way a six-month-old baby eats is definitely not the same way that a 24-month-old toddler eats. So I have a little bit of issue with guidance, like offer three meals and two snacks. Dude, I'm sorry, but you have a six-month-old baby. You do not have time to be doing three meals and two snacks. Plus, they don't need it. Okay, we say one to two times a day at six months as they're learning how to eat. Two to three times a day at eight, nine months, bump it up. And then by 10 months of age, if you can get to three times, great. But don't stress yourself out about trying to do something your baby doesn't know how to do yet, which is eat solid food five times a day. Okay, you don't have to do that at six months of age. But I do like that the Mexican guidance says, offer at least one food from each food group. So they say fruits and vegetables, legumes, animal-derived products, cereals, you're going to hit all the nutrients up if you're trying to do foods from different groups. You're going to get different textures. You're going to get different tastes and flavors, which is important to take advantage of that flavor window. But you also want to make a point to introduce those allergenic foods. And there's a lot of language in some of these different countries' guidance about nutrient-dense foods, but I think a lot of them are missing the mark by not including, hey, we need to be having the allergenic foods early and often because the research really shows us that that's what helps prevent food allergy. So just a little global tour. I know there's lots of other countries that I missed, but Edna, thank you for picking out some of this guidance from some different countries. None of them have set portions for baby led weaning. And if you've been looking for the magic BLW portion guide, please know it doesn't exist because we don't have any evidence to support exact numbers. Step away from focusing on how much your baby's eating. Allow your baby the time to learn how to eat. And the goal will be eventually they'll be getting most of their nutrition from food And if you continue to offer that variety of food, they won't have any nutrient gaps. They'll be growing and thriving. And you're doing your part to reduce food allergies and to help prevent picky eating as well. Earlier, I mentioned my five-step feeding framework. This is the outline that we use to introduce your baby to five new foods each week, right? It's a new fruit, a new vegetable, a new starchy food, a new protein, and a new allergenic food. Every week, you do that for 20 weeks. Boom, your baby's eaten 100 foods before they turn one. You guys know we don't need to stress about or focus on the portion sizes because there's no such thing as real portion sizes. But if you're looking for ideas of different types of foods that you can safely prepare for baby led weaning and you want to get a copy of my 100 first foods list, I do give it away to everyone on my weekly free training, which is called Baby Led Weaning for Beginners. This is an online workshop that's all about how to get your baby to eat 100 foods before turning one without you having to spoon feed purees or buy pouches. So you can sign up for this week's workshop times and grab your copy of the 100 First Foods list by going to babyledweaning.co and hopefully I'll see you on a workshop soon. From the terrifying power of tornadoes to sizzling summer temperatures, AccuWeather Daily brings you the top trending weather-related story of the day, seven days a week. You can learn a lot in just a few minutes with stories about impending hurricanes, winter storms, or even what not to miss in the night sky. So listen and subscribe to AccuWeather Daily wherever you get your podcasts. That's AccuWeather Daily wherever you get your podcasts.